Welcome back to None of Our Business Podcast, where we're here with Samir and Gabriel. Are you guys excited to be here? (laughs) You guys excited to be here? Yes, sir. Absolutely. Well, uh, you know, we're just very excited for what we're doing. We're appreciative of everyone that's here um, listening to us. Just talk about random stuff. We're just here, you know, and, and loving it. And and we've got a great guest today. Um, we've got Anthony in the None of Our Business podcast. Hey. What up, y'all? I feel like in another life, someone wanted to be a DJ. The amount of times he pushed that button. <laughs> <laughs> Bloody hell, mate. Jesus. But no, okay, I'm going to drop that now. <laughs> What's going on, everybody? We excited. Let's go. I think my mic is a little low. Yeah? Mm. No? Well, I don't know, man. You sound good, bro. Sounds good. Sounds good to me, you know what I mean? What's going on, guys? Good, man. Anthony, man. Man, Happy to have you, bro. Thank you for having me. Dude, super excited. I was just telling the guys, I'm like, I don't really know much about Anthony. Like, I've seen you around. Mm. We hung out a few times. You power washed one of my clients' house, you know? Mm -hmm. Like, I was like, okay, cool, 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 cool. But, like, I don't know much about you, so pretty excited. Um, How you guys feeling about this episode? It's about to get... Get down to, to get lit. I've been waiting for this one. Appreciate you guys to having me here. Specific topics. Mm. My boy's okay. interesting. Yeah. He's an interesting person. Yeah. Hmm. Awesome. A lot of history. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Anthony. Go ahead. Give us give give the people listening and, and, and me okay. uh some context to who you are. Just give us kind of like a brief uh history if you want or in depth one however you want and just kind of just who you are and where you come from and yeah, yeah. let's start there. Yeah, most definitely. I'm uh I'm in my late 30s, mm. all right, and uh, I, I'm originally from California. Mm. Uh, my parents, they're, they're <clears throat> Hmong. I don't know if you guys know what Hmong is. I don't is, know what that it's is. It's spelled H-M-O-N-G, and the, the, the H is silent, so mm. it's really pronounced Hmong, Hmong, kind of like hum, mm-hmm. but Hmong. Mm. Yeah, but they are originally from China, mm-hmm. but during the Dynasty Wars, they, they've been, you know, through their their war and they 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 migrated up towards Mongolia and then from Mongolia f- down towards uh Laos. But mm. they're not Laotian, they're not Mongolian. So they're descendants of Chinese, but Nomads, they don't speak Chinese. Of. So you're like the Garden of Eden. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> How'd he get there? I don't, <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't even want to know. <laughs> yeah. How does his brain work? I don't you know, because I don't so, know what that means. Yeah, so my parents like they they're actually uh they actually like the are like the I'm like the first generation here in America. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Nice. So I, they had they endure all the almost like the struggle, like without knowing English, mm. you know, having to try to find a job. And uh, did you guys get here on the West Coast? Yeah. Yep. I was born in Fresno, but I was a kind of like a late bloomer, though. Mm. I was I'm really supposed to be in my 40s, but my mom couldn't have me. So mm. she had to take like medicine and stuff like that to try to get me for like years. Wow. Yeah, so no, your parents, oldest. your parents are Hmong. You guys came from, mm-hmm. from where? Uh, the jungles of Laos. So During the Hmong reside in Laos, but they're not. They Laos. did. Okay. They're not Laotian. Uh, but uh, the Viet Viet Congs, yeah. they the North Vietnamese, they they took over. Like they they were trying to take over Southeast Asia during World War Two, and uh, that's what happens. So it drove everybody out of the, okay, out of the country. So you're a firstborn, first uh, generation here. First generation here, right? Yeah. So I still speak Hmong. Mm. Um, but my kids like they're they're kind of not in tune with the mm. you know what I'm saying with the the Hmong language. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's so interesting because Hispanics deal with that too. Like you'll meet Hispanics 
that don't speak Spanish. Like they're like, oh yeah, my parents, yeah, but I just never, yeah. and that's weird too. Or it's yeah. like it's fun that that's a it's not just Hispanics. It's yeah, transcends. And I'm, I I try to speak it like inside the household too, but mm. for some reason, like it's just not triggering at all. Like I want it, you know. Like my kids, they'll understand it, but they won't speak it. Mm-hmm. So, so you're a Cali man. Yeah, Cali. Yeah. So yeah. how did y'all how did y'all decide? I mean, obviously because. Laos, you take, you know, you cross the Pacific and you get to Cali, you know, mm-hmm. but so, why, why Cali? So basically like uh, Cali, I think it maybe during that time, the president who I don't know, I don't remember who it really was at that time. Abraham but Lincoln? <laughs> when did no? When did it you was during the seventies. <laughs> it was. The I was 70s, like trying though. to make it make like sense. The late seventies. So I'm thinking maybe Nixon. Nixon? Uh, yeah, maybe yeah. Nixon. Nixon or was the one. Or Reagan. Reagan, Reagan, I think yeah, it was Reagan. one of them. Mm, maybe. I Ronald, think it was one of them. Ronald? But I'm thinking it might have McDonald's? been Nixon. <laughs> <laughs> Ronald Reagan wrote? Oh, you know, just, just the stories like, uh, well, basically what drove them out of their the country was they had to cross over the, the Mekong River mm-hmm. and a lot of people died like crossing that river. Mm. So um, uh, it was a pretty rough journey, I would say, because they had to go through the jungle to get to Thailand and then you know, from Thailand, fly from Thailand to wherever they had to go. Like, I'm thinking it might be France or uh, the West Coast of mm. uh, the United States of America. But, uh, yeah, just the stories, like, my mom and dad, like, of them traveling from um, Laos to the Mekong River was pretty intense. Like, uh, they they had to, like, basically, like, try to stay quiet because mm-hmm. the, the gorillas in the jungle were basically hunting them. Right, wow. and they had they had minds like my my mom and dad. The stories they told me was like they they were just like in their twenties. I'm thinking early twenties, but there were mines on the ground. So basically, like if you stepped on the mine, it's kind of, that's Bro, kind of I've it. Seen, right there. I've seen I've mm-hmm. seen um uh what's that uh the Black Panther? What was his name? The actor, uh Chadwick Boseman. Yeah, one of his last movies was a Netflix uh original or something like that. Mm-hmm. And it was like four guys, and the story was based on a true story of how these four friends fought in the war, mm-hmm. and then they go back to Vietnam looking for this gold or looking for this treasure they had mm. discovered while in the war, mm. but they had to dig it up because obviously they they didn't want the army or whoever they were to confiscate it, and then they didn't want obviously the the Viet the Vietnamese to mm-hmm. find it. That's so funny. They, they you dug said it that. Up. Because, so uh, yeah, a lot of the Hmong people, they still have, like, a lot of their, like, their silver bars, and they're, it's still buried in the country, but they mm. don't, because they ran, they couldn't take all of that, so it's it's still buried over there right now. But they know exactly where the location is still at. No, wow. but, yeah, in the yeah. movie, they, they talk about how they had hid this treasure, and they go back, and um, the reason why I'm bringing it up is because you're talking about the mines, like, mm-hmm. in the oh, movie, obviously, it's a true story. They went back and where they were looking at it, there were still um, under underground mines mm-hmm. And, mm-hmm. Um, that were still working, that were uh, still active. Right. That that area was so isolated from the Vietnamese, like it was jungle and mm-hmm. just forest mm-hmm. that nobody ever walked there. Mm-hmm. So like when they went to look for it, like there was a there was a scene where like the guide and some of the people that were with them helped them find the gold. Mm-hmm. They they got stuck in these mines and they couldn't move. Sheesh. And they were basically done. Because you hear the click dying. when you step on it, yeah. right? It's like a... 
Yeah. And then like you know the next movement you're done. Yeah, yeah. next movement you're done. Well, so basically what happened was my mom and dad at that time they didn't have kids. So um they were hiding in the caves, like wherever they could find like away from the rain, away mm-hmm. trying to like escape from the the gorillas. They chased basically whoever that was in that party with my mom and dad all the way down towards the Mekong River and uh I think someone stepped on a mine. And no luckily way. it wasn't, cl- it was cl- my mom and dad said it was close to them, but it didn't hit them. But then it like it, stepped I, on a mine and blew up. It blew up Bruh. like right in front of them. It blew up like, like kind of like maybe like from maybe, I don't know, maybe like 20, 25, 30 feet. Maybe I'm thinking like up in front of them, but then it blew off a, uh, it blew off a, a baby boy's leg. Bruh. And the baby couldn't stop crying. Oh, I would think so. Crazy, but I would baby started crying. And then, you know, when the baby cried, you could hear. Oh, that's oh yeah. You know, like uh, guerrilla warfare. I mean, I mean, if they're coming, they can hear you from a mile mm-hmm. away. That's why. Crying. That's why the, you know, that's why the Vietnamese won that war, because guerrilla tactics. Yeah, yeah, hundred percent. They they were they had all the booby traps, had mm-hmm. all the 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 skills on foot that mm-hmm. destroyed the like the Americans. Mm-hmm. Wow. Like they they could only defeat them in air. Mm-hmm. But when it came to ground mm-hmm. control, yeah, the they had Vietnamese, everything locked down. Bro, yeah. They had no terrain understanding, bro, but yeah, they knew their land. You them. know what I mean? So like they got to the point where the they were scared to go into Vietnam anymore and mm-hmm. push more because of all the traps they had set up. You know, and it, yeah, and it's just like it's really like it's kind of disturbing to me, like as a kid hearing it, like the stories that my dad would tell me. But that baby boy that got injured, basically, what they had to do was. You know, it's, it started turning purple. You know what I mean? And then when he started turning purple and he's crying out loud and it's raining and it's like, you're going to get tracked down if you don't, you know, Leave calm the baby down. Yeah. So or, uh, so they actually had asked my dad to like kind of suffocate him. But my dad said no because wow. my dad never had, my dad had no kids at that time. So my dad's like, no, I don't want to do that. So there was actually like an uncle there, like an older uncle who already had kids and stuff like that. He had to like, Put him, put him down. Put him down. Wow. Yeah. So when he wow. put him down, it was sad, but you know they had in order to survive. Exactly. And the ba- and like the baby, well, he was he was already like he was already about to go anyway. You know what I mean? Oh yeah, is, your legs blowing off. There's nothing yeah, you could do to, a lot of to blood stop the blood. Yeah. yeah. And it's that's just intense. like, dude, yeah, that's so, a lot. Yeah. So my mom and dad had experienced that, and then like there's other things that they mm-hmm. they did see. They didn't really go into details. Mm-hmm. But tell um, us about your early upbringing and, and how Cali okay, was and yeah. how you got here, you know? Yeah, so I was born in 85 mm. in Fresno, uh, California. Uh, I I had I had a lot of fun, you know, in Cali, you know, growing up. But I didn't stay there that long. Mm. Uh, I lived only there till I was about eight years old. But I, I still have memories of Cali. Uh, Fresno at that time was pretty ghetto. <laughs> so <laughs> I think some part of it is still ghetto nowadays too, but memories... I, I I enjoyed it. I had a lot of the the education system there is uh it's okay, you know what I mean. But I don't know why they rated it like one of the like the top five dumbest like cities though. <laughs> it's just it's effed up, bro. Is this part of your resume? I don't. I don't no, I, <laughs> I hope not. I don't know I'm trying to get a good job. <laughs> but over, crazy. Yeah, the the city is uh overall like it's. It was hard growing up in that city, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Because right now it's like it's known for like the number one meth state. Mm. Everybody there, like you're either highly educated or you're 
you're on meth. You know what I mean? Dang. So, Breaking yeah. bad style. Yeah. So that, I think, you know, I mean, at that time it wasn't like that, but growing up there, I, I still remember it was, <clears throat> it was kind of rough. You know what I mean? Do me a quick favor. Just lift your mic just a little bit. So you can make sure or turn go. it, yeah, like right there. Okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. So growing up there was kind of rough, you know. It, it was still hard, you know. Uh, there was a lot of more Hmong people there, but at the same time, the racial like, it's it was still there. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Like conflict and stuff. Did you like grow that. up with any racial tension, like you're saying, um, because you were Hmong uh, or I think maybe in, even within yeah, your own culture? I think in Cali it wasn't as bad until I moved here. But in Cali, like, because there was so many, like, I had a lot of Spanish friends there, too, growing up. Mm. And then a lot of Hmong friends, too. You know what I mean? It was cool. Like, um, So you guys moved straight from Cali here? Yeah. Okay. We moved, uh, we moved here because of a uh, good economy, you know. In mm. Cali, it was really hard to get a job. And okay. If you've been in Cali, it's either you got it or you don't. There's mm. no, like, middle class in California. Damn. Yeah. That's true. Yeah. Not like here, in, you know, on the East Coast and stuff like that where you... You know, houses are like affordable. You know, mm-hmm. in Cali, it's like it's like a million dollars for a, a shack. You know what I mean? So facts. Yeah. So if you go, you you will know how it is. The weather is great though. Don't get me wrong. But besides that, I mean, growing up in Cali, it was it was pretty rough. I think that I remember one time me and my mom we went to um, go get some groceries, and I think we almost got like robbed or something like that. Dang. Yeah. No, take my Two, tomatoes. No. Well, it was crazy because I was only like six years old, but me and my mom was walking and I, I was helping her grab groceries. And then I try to tell her this story all the time, but she don't remember because she, <laughs> she, try, she tries to make us forget about it. Uh-huh. But I still remember it. Like we went around the corner and then like these two little kids, the, like two little <clears throat> guys just jumped out of the trash can and tried to like grab our groceries. So heck? like that kind of like traumatized me like, <laughs> a little bit <laughs> so yeah, but i try to fight back too you know but my mom was like swing. i can see my but mom you're like what seven five six, yeah, six, six yeah so how was your upbringing bro over there in cali uh it was like like morally mm-hmm. yeah it was it was it was pretty good yeah. I, I, i'm the oldest out of five kids so I, oh wow. snap yeah. That's a lot. yeah your parents I had fun <laughs> not really that's pretty small for asian yeah. family oh really bro. yeah because yeah. oh. uh most of my uncles they have about 11 12 kids in each family so you should that's see insane. the parking lot you know what I mean? <laughs> at the thanksgiving yeah it's huge you know and then like uh-huh. you gotta have at least at least four or five bedrooms oldest I mean, of five dang yeah that's a lot of siblings bro yeah but uh growing up in cali it was uh I still have, you know, a light memory of it, but it's it was pretty rough out in Cali. Mm-hmm. And then ATL was better in a way. Or I what? think ATL, the living lifestyle is better, but mm-hmm. it was I don't know. Coming here, it was it was pretty rough too. You know what I mean? You guys Especially drove or fly a, or we uh, we actually I think coming here we flew. Okay. Yeah, we flew. That's here, a lot of tickets. If for I remember, yeah, I still remember we flew here. I remember the day we dropped. Where did you come and live? Like what county? We went to DeKalb County first. Oh, okay. Oh, so I was living in. Tucker. All right. Yeah. Oh wait, was that when Tucker was good? Uh, I think. Is this pre gentrification? Tucker, yeah, oh, okay. yeah. It's right next to Decatur, so. Okay. Okay. Yeah, you know how <laughs> Stone Mountain is. Dec- yeah. Uh, when Samir first got here. <laughs> yeah. He Where were was, you at? He thought it was pronounced Decatur. Oh, Decatur. <laughs> <laughs> wow. That's, that's what they say about Dracula too, though. De- Dracula. De- Dracula. Dracula. Yeah. When say Dracula. Gabe had his wedding in Dracula, and it was the first time I'd ever heard it, and I was like, Dracula, what the. What are we doing out there? Yeah. <laughs> With the vampires? I was like, yeah, no. Yeah, so, but, mm-hmm. yeah, but uh, moving here, I think it was a whole lot better. Yeah. You know what I mean? I like, I like, there's more trees here. <laughs> <laughs> Were you a bad kid or like, like? I think I didn't start like, 
like kind of like getting into all the trouble and stuff like that until I was like in my preteens. Mm-hmm. Uh, I didn't really have anybody to look up to. I think that was kind of the problem. That's too. being the oldest, though. Yeah, yeah, and at the same time, like uh, all my like older cousins and stuff like that, they were still back in California. So I mean, Got you it. know, when you have somebody older that's a little bit more like matured to tell you, like teach you where to go, you you kind of. Mm-hmm. I didn't have that, so it was kind of tough. I was just like making friends here and there, you know what I mean. And you are who you who you pick, you know mm-hmm. what I mean. So, I, uh, it was kind of rough for me during my preteens, but. Thank God I escaped. <laughs> yeah, but but for sure, uh, I think um, a tail is really cool as far as the p- living in the right county. <laughs> but uh, you you can face a lot of gang stuff. Like I grew up in a middle school. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, our middle school was good if if you were poor. Um, but if you, if you weren't poor, it wasn't good. With free lunch? Yeah, free lunch, baby. You know yes, what I mean? Sir. I ain't never paid for lunch in my life, okay? Yeah. When, I, when I went to school. And then I went to a, a, a high school where, like, I think every year either somebody got shot or taken to jail or mm. killed. And that's the thing. Like, I was, I, I see that when we moved to Tucker, that's what I was seeing. Um, mm. A lot of drugs. A lot of drugs. A lot of, yeah, a lot everything. of a lot of bad kids. How long till you, like, found among friend or family or, or how are you still looking <laughs> that's a good question i you know what's funny during that time i actually found one mong friend uh back in elementary school how do you know like do you look at each other across the lunch i kind of looked at him and, I, and you're like hold yeah. up you look, you look like, me. like me yeah <laughs> well, what's, what's messed up is you know when you first like when i first got here they they, they i don't know how they do the education system nowadays but they looked at me and they thought I didn't speak English, so they put me straight into ESOL. <laughs> Damn. Do you get what I'm saying? So I was sitting in ESO, like ESOL uh-huh. for like two days they didn't until even ask I spoke you. up. Nope. But they thought I didn't speak English or nothing like that. So <laughs> and he was like, "Wow, this class, this <laughs> class is different." He's yeah. like, "Yeah." <laughs> like, this, 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 <laughs> Wait, but I know what you're saying. <laughs> Why are you talking so slow? <laughs> <laughs> so you know, yeah. So basically, like after she gave us like a spelling test. Mm. I don't know. I spelled everything correctly. She was like, you're not supposed to be in here. So she kicked me out right there, right there. First time they're like, yeah. oh, you did good here. What do you... Yeah, exactly, right? So, yeah, but... That's hilarious. So you met your Hmong friend. Did you guys stay friends? Like We really? stayed friends. Mm-hmm. We stayed friends throughout uh, a few years uh, until middle school. Was it a drastic change? Because in Fresno, I'm assuming it's mostly Hispanics. And, and Hmong, yeah. And Hmong. So coming here, actually, um, there was actually more a lot, a lot more black and white mm-hmm. people you know what i mean so yeah. i had to like kind of like did you was that weird for you at that age during that time too especially yeah. in 92 93 there weren't that many asian people man i mm. mean wow especially in atl you yeah. know not compared to now you yeah. know i mean there's a whole lot more koreans and vietnamese here and but other asians but was there a reason why your parents chose i mean other than like the living cost and affordable <laughs> Yeah. Was it, did they did have, you have like family? Not yeah. really. Family or nope. We didn't really have any families out here. Yeah, they just picked a city. They said that this is a good city, and they just moved out here. But the first choice location that my parent wanted to go was uh, North Carolina. Mm. But they decided that when they came to visit Atlanta, they were like, yeah, I think we like Atlanta better. You know, Atlanta got better housing, education. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So they chose this spot, which I, I think it was a, a better decision too. Mm. You know, but North Carolina ain't nothing there, bro. <laughs> Rocks and sticks. That's yeah. it, dog. That's it. Um, that's dope. Okay, so you had yeah. to. You met a whole bunch of new people. You had to live 
now you're mongless, right? <laughs> There's yeah, no mongless. Yep. Now, yeah. now you're growing up, and how was your like adolescent? Like, were you a bad kid? Like drugs, nothing like that. Uh, <laughs> as much as you're yes, willing to share, yeah. bro. As much as you're willing to share. Uh, yeah, I, I, yeah, I was uh, I was good until like freshman high school, I think, mm. where I got introduced to weed, marijuana, <laughs> marijuana. <laughs> smoke a little bit by then, you know, mm. and then uh, I really liked it, you know, but at the same time, like uh. You know, I <laughs> uh, dad, if you're listening, <laughs> yeah, dad, uh, don't please don't tune in. But, but uh, yeah, like uh, that. That's about it. You know what I mean? Okay. <laughs> Yo, uh, every, if you believe what yeah, he said, yeah. you know what that reminded me of? You know what that reminded me of? This is the Beetlejuice. He's like, uh, so. You ever had a carrot? He's like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> carrot. Yeah, that's about it. Carrot. On a scale of one to ten, how much do we believe him? Zero. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, yeah, drugs and stuff like that. Yeah. yeah nice, nice, yeah. nice. I, I, said, I did go through my my own like testimonial, you know, with drugs. I don't know how deep you guys want me to. However you know, deep you want to go, bro. Yeah, I feel that's like what whatever you're like battling in, whatever you're going through, I, I feel like there's always a light on the other side. Um. All you have to do is pray. You know mm, what I mean? Let's go. Yeah, you have to pray, you know. Uh, let's you skip like the problem yeah. right into the prayer. <laughs> yeah. Well, now that you say pray, I mean, what what's your faith? What do you mean? Like like, like yeah, what do you believe? We're yeah, we're Christians, right? But Okay, yeah, that that's a good question. I um growing up my parents they were shaman. I don't know if you guys know what shaman is. I have is. a slight understanding, but not Explain. Okay. It's not really like they don't do like voodoo or black magic or nothing like that. Damn, but it's that would have made a good podcast. Sorry. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. You would do. They do more like um. They like kind of like they could actually like go and like take if you're sick or something like that. Mm. They could go find your spirit in another like mm. guess in dimension or something like uh-huh. that, and then bring you back to heal you. But it, it's mostly that like I don't know if you've heard any stories about shaman like. Yeah, I have. Taking care of like the the subway ghost in New York, where there's like it's been haunted or whatever, and they brought a shaman over the monk shaman, and then he like, like freed all those whatever souls mm. that it's causing the tr- like the accidents and stuff like that in the subways in gotcha. New York. But yeah, like more more positive. But you know, growing up, uh, my parents kind of led towards Catholic though. Really? Yeah. Until That's we moved to Georgia, and then for some odd reason, I just started to like follow baptism over here. But gotcha. I, I realized there's like not Baptist, Baptist, okay. yeah. So I became more of a kind of a Christian Baptist. Okay. Because I know that there's more different types of Baptists, like mm-hmm. what, like independent Baptists. I don't know all the denominations. I just know yeah, some of them I condemn you to much. hell, I, and then others don't. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So I mean, but uh, either way, I, I believe in God. You gotcha. know what I mean? The God I, of the think, Bible. Correct. Okay. Yeah. Cool. That's interesting. Because, but what led you though? Like, uh, what led you to like, be like. Yo, there is a God, and I do believe in Jesus. Because there mm-hmm. is a moment in every kid's life where yeah. their parents no longer dictate their mm-hmm. religious affiliation, but so, they have to find it for themselves. Correct, correct. That's the ex- that's right. Uh, my parents, they were like, um, you "Just go to church. We know that church is better for you." Even mm-hmm. though my 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 dad, he his grandpa, my grandpa wanted him to stay with Shawnee. Of course, yeah. So he's gonna stay with it, but he knew inside, like for some reason, he said that just go to church because church is. Is good, you know what Your I mean. Your dad so stayed with it. My dad stayed with Shaman, though. Gotcha. Yeah, but for like me, I'm going towards more the Christianity way. 
Um, I don't want to slide by that because mm. you said something that's actually really deep. And mm. your dad, instead of going his own route mm-hmm. yeah. and finding what he thought was the truth, yeah, yeah, he decided to keep his parent happy. Yeah, yeah. And stay with something that maybe he doesn't fully want to be with. Right, you know what right, I mean? Exactly. Mm-hmm. And I don't want to put words in his mouth, but mm-hmm. what you said is that's like right. he felt some truth, right? Yeah, he and did. And that's, you can't slide by that because how many of us want to do stuff for our parents, mm-hmm. but we know we don't want to do it. Mm-hmm. Right? Exactly. And that just builds resentment. Right. Because I was talking to a friend, he was like, yeah, that's exactly right. Because my friend, he had a business, his parents have a business and it's like party planning and uh, they'll like move chairs and tables for you and all that. Mm-hmm. And his mom, Never really forced it on him, but he, for some reason, thought he had to keep going and do it for for them. Right. And and so he built up resentment because he's like, oh, I don't want to do this. This is not what I yeah. want to do. But his parents, uh, they were like, no, do whatever you want. Mm-hmm. That's good parents. That's good parents. Yeah. Bad parents would be like, no, this you is we built. We my built way. Right. Yeah, my dad what, never told I me to be it. a mechanic. I cannot be a mechanic. I am not a mechanic. Yeah. So he was like, exactly. go learn something about computers. Yep. And go make your life easier. Yeah. So some way, like somewhere down along the line, my dad did see like the spiritual light and he was Mm. like you know he knew it was good he wanted us to go that's why you know he had the bus come pick us you know every wednesday night to go to bible study you know that's sick yeah so i did that sundays and wednesday baby (laughs) so i did that but like back to what gabe was saying like my experience there's so many times that i could have died like you know what i mean and it was just like a click click light like you could tell that Angels were watching you. You get what I'm saying? Right. Like we can pretend that this like life or this world, whatever we're living in, there's no, there's, there's always good, but there's so much bad mm-hmm. things that happen too. And it's like, you don't know until you finally like, are actually in the shoes and experience like, um, uh, all of that. Mm-hmm. You're good. Um, you know what I mean? That's, that's happening. So you've yeah. had oh, almost a few times where you died. Oh, many times I've dodged accidents. Like, Tell like right behind me. Like, yeah, bro. Besides the car accidents, like, uh, yeah, I had a, I had experience. Uh, uh, it's it's hard for me to go back in my head mm-hmm, to go yeah. to this because I really like didn't want to say anything, but because I did have witness there, like, and and I did you know have told Gabe and Samir about what happened, but I did have like uh, some uh, spiritual uh, paranormal encounter Talk at Lake to, Lanier. Oof, yes, yeah. please, Lake Lanier. I don't know if anybody knows about that lake, but. Uh, that lake is to me now is officially cursed in my books. Mm. Yeah. So I think that what they say is that it was built over an Indian burial ground or even just Correct. villages, right? Yeah. I think it was a village. Yep. Was like a, just a town. Just a, a town, town. Yeah. So there's yeah. graves of people there. Mm-hmm. So there's uh, Gabe had a experience, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Tell tell us real quick what happened. <clears> when so you I think I forgot what two years ago, a year ago. Um, you know, just went to Lake Lanier. It was a great, amazing day. Whatever. And um, I had my jet ski. I had just bought it. Um, got in the uh, jet ski about a few times. My wife, first time went alone. I went alone. And then for some crazy idea, <laughs> I went with my kids one time around. And then I started just getting like these, like this sense that something's going to happen. Eerie, eerie feeling, right? Yeah, like yeah. something's going to happen. I'm like, let me go back and put my kids back. Yeah. And then my wife is like, yeah, how about you drive with me? And I was just like, you know, let's go ahead and do it. Mm-hmm. So we we did it, and out of nowhere, the freaking jet ski flips over. Whoa. Mm-hmm. What do you mean, like, out of nowhere? Out of nowhere. Like, dude, like, we were not going fast. We were not doing anything. Mm-hmm. Literally, mm-hmm. I just, my wife, I was in the back. My wife was driving. She just literally turned the wheel, mm-hmm. 
and it flipped. Whoa. And it's Easy strange because now that I, what had happened to me, yeah, I've heard that there's been boats on fire mm-hmm. out of nowhere, mm-hmm. jet skis flipping, mm-hmm. people getting hit by jet skis. Like, it's crazy over there. Like, I don't know. I feel like it's like a trance over there. Yeah, it's it's weird. So when what happened was when it flipped, um, mind you, I know how to swim. Um, so I flipped it over because I I saw a video how to do it, mm. which is it weird over. that you saw that video. But yeah, I flipped it over. She got on. I was trying to get on, and I couldn't. It flipped again. Mm. So I'm already panicking, mm. and then my body shuts shuts down, mm. and then. I was just ready to go because I didn't have the light, the right life jacket and everything. Mm-hmm. So pretty much short story. Um, we almost died. I was literally seeing tunnel vision. Wow. Mm. And by the time I got in the boat, they saved us. I was already purple. Man. Yeah. <clears throat> That's insane, bro. Yeah, I lost my phone, my glasses and the la- and I was on the phone with my mom. And honestly, when I was like seeing tunnel vision, all I could think about, bro, I didn't even think about like my kids. Mm-hmm. It's crazy. Like mm-hmm. all I thought about was like my mom's voice. Mm-hmm. Wow. You know how when they say that your mom's prayers like mm-hmm. are like one of the biggest things. Mm-hmm. I think that's what really like caught me. Mm. My mom's prayers. Is, Bro. is your mom yeah. still alive? Yeah. Oh wow. Okay. Yeah. But they say that when your parents like pray for you or whoever prays for right. you. Mom's Those, prayers, bro. Yeah, they're like retention prayers in heaven. Right. They fall down. Uh, and yeah, bro. Yeah, bro. And his mom, his mom's a prayer warrior, too. Wow. My mom, wonderful. too, bro. I've been kept alive by some. I'm like, yeah. I've been in prayers almost car accidents. Yeah. Crazy. Yeah, so that morning basically happened probably about a couple of weeks ago. Uh, we got to, I decided I wanted to take my little family to go fishing. Mm-hmm. We weren't going to go on a boat. Mm-hmm. I did not know that everyone's banned from swimming in the lake. So, really? No, I didn't even know about that until what like you, after. So nobody's not even supposed to get in the water to swim. Banned, like banned. I, I think that the specific week, I think it was. Okay. Oh, yeah. so you still can like normally? Um, I'm not sure if they lifted, but I think it was that specific week that he went. They they had banned it because oh, some okay. stuff had happened in the lake. I think got it. yeah, correct. Three people had like passed away. I think one oh. kid got electrocuted or something. Hey yo, and then a sixty plus year old. Gentleman, he 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 passed away too from drowning. Way too many people die there. I'm telling you, like my experience, so I don't us. think you guys would be here to even tell like. I, I don't even. I didn't even. I don't even know how I'm here to like even like tell y'all like in details exactly what happened. But mm-hmm. I'm gonna tell you guys today. <laughs> okay, <laughs> on so, the next episode. No, I was kidding. <laughs> yeah. So when okay, so my family we went fishing. We went to a place called Holly Park. It's kind of a north east of. Uh, Northeast of uh, the lake, mm-hmm. Lake Lanier. Mm-hmm. Uh, we, we got there. When we first got there, we pulled in. It was behind some abandoned, like, ghetto apartments. It seems like nobody even lives there. Mm-hmm. They try to maintenance the place. It has, like, two pavilions. Uh, but when we got there, there was no one there. Mm-hmm. Like, I think I saw one ranger there just to see, but he took off. And then when we got there, I already had a, like, weird, like, eerie feeling about the whole area mm-hmm. itself. You know what I mean? So uh, we got there. We were fishing probably for about an hour, two. We stopped by, and then uh, I threw a l- my lure out. When I threw my lure, my frog lure out, for some reason it snapped. Like after like maybe like the six, 16, 17 like, casts, mm-hmm. it broke off, and then like it went into the water. Mm-hmm. And I'm telling you, like it's only like maybe 15, to 20, 15 feet away. Mm-hmm. Like 
And where from where I'm at, there's actually like a little small, it's not even like a small little rock, like jetty. I would mm -hmm. say jetty. I, w I walked over there. I told Paula that I was going to go, right? I told my kids, they were all right there. Like, like they were sitting right there. Like they were just watching me. Mm -hmm. so it's just right there. I go grab it. You know, it's like a $20 lure, you know? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But a lot of fishermen are like, don't go get it. Don't go grab. Who cares? But for me, I being a dummy and a hardhead. Paula was like, don't go, don't go. So I took off my shirt and mm -hmm. I'm a good swimmer. Like I can swim deep <laughs> right. too. Right. Like people, you know, first year, like, are you sure you can swim? Yes, I can swim. I can go down like 20 foot and come back. You know what I mean? I can like swim like half a mile that way and come back. You know mm. what I mean? Like, but just that morning, man, I'm telling you, I, I grew up like swimming at Lake Lanier, mm -hmm. like since I was 12, mm -hmm. you know what I mean? But for some reason that, that particular morning, man, I'm telling you, it was just so dark. So when I swam, <laughs> I, I was just floating, floating, floating. Right when I got to where the lure was at and I grabbed it, okay? I grabbed the frog lure. I turned around. I looked at my wife. I looked at my kids. Like, I felt something like grab the inner part of my left ankle, like a hand. Mm -hmm. hey, like, it sounds crazy, man. And it sounds bizarre. It sounds crazy, but that's what happened. It grabbed my left ankle here. Uh -huh. And then uh, I felt I felt it and I was like, this is not normal, right? <laughs> Cause the, yeah, because the water is the water is calm. It's calm. I'm mm -hmm. telling you, like you can hear if you skip rock, mm -hmm, like mm -hmm. you can hear like the rock skip. But right there where I was at, it's like a hundred plus foot drop. So if you don't know how to swim, you would go straight down. You Holy. know what I mean? But remember, I'm I'm calm the whole time, mm -hmm. like the whole time calm. But when I turned around, I looked at them and I and I felt that grab me mm -hmm. right on my ankle, like everything just like went quiet. Like everything went like this tunnel vision. Mm -hmm, like you mm -hmm. know how you in the you movies look into binoculars. Yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. it just went like, and then all the sounds just disappeared. Like the trees, the birds, even the water in front of me. It it just like it it just went mute. Yeah, it went mute. Yeah. <laughs> that's dude, and that's then, crazy. Uh, I felt uh I felt another hand. Oh nah, that's grabbed it. me right on my right hip. Right oh, here. Oh nah, we gotta go. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and then I felt the drag. Like my, like my wife, like she saw my body dip every time, like something grabbed me, my body just dipped. So the Bruh. first time I got grabbed on my ankle, mm -hmm. my shoulders went down. When it mm -hmm. went down, Paula looked at me like, the heck? That looks like, yeah, that looks kind of strange, right? Like, mm -hmm. why, why are you doing that? She thought I was joking, right? Mm -hmm. <laughs> Silly. But then, uh, yeah. Yeah. And then, but I was getting pulled and I was like, I tried, I tried every position you could think of, like swimming, <laughs> tried power, <laughs> stroking, like, remember, yeah, like I was telling Samir, I, I, I leg pressed like almost 400 pounds, 50 times, right? Mm -hmm, I mm -hmm. could do like three sets, mm -hmm, right? Mm -hmm. But I'm telling you, it don't matter how strong you are as a swimmer. Hey, there yo. ain't no way you could like fight that. And what's crazy is I started like, I felt like I was in a spiritual warfare, presently in your body like in my body crazy like, uh, yo i felt like i was getting pulled i felt the the right hand uh i felt my left ankle my right hip and then i was just getting pulled and i was getting pulled like forward or back or left or right i was getting pulled like down vertical down like perpendicular down straight down so the more i tried i was i was still calm remember i was still calm the whole time like but the more i tried to go up the more my body just kept going lower, 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 lower. Like Whoa. This. Yeah. So I was already in the water for about two minutes, I say. And I mean, that's pretty long time for 15 feet out. You know what I mean? Yeah. So by the time I kind of like, I tried to swim back, there was no way. Like, I'm telling you, I was just in one position. And the more I tried to stroke my arms, try to like, you know, use my feet, 
I just kept going lower and lower, lower, lower. And um, Paula saw me. Luckily, she saw me from the rocks and then she gave her phone because she was still talking to her sister or whatever at that time. She gave the phone to Chloe. And then after that, she ran around and she came straight on the jetty. When she came to the jetty and she's standing on the, the end of the ledge, basically the water's already right here to her chest. She threw her arms out to try to grab me. I was just like, baby, baby, baby. Because I was like going down already. Mm -hmm. I'm like, mm -hmm. this is like strange. Like, mm -hmm. why is this, why is this happening? Right. But mm -hmm. before I grabbed her hand, uh I heard, and this might sound kind of creepy, but mm -hmm. I heard like hundreds of like children and women like crying and chanting. Do you know what I'm talking about? Like Native American chant? Like Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. But it started really low. It was like two bubbles in my ear. What? Yeah, like mm. balloons in my ear. And I heard like, I heard like, yeah, I heard. Uh, you need to slow down. <laughs> yeah, I, I heard like hundreds. Like, I'm telling you. And then but before she like threw her arm out and I grabbed her because I was what's stupid is I still had the lure in my hand. <laughs> Bro, the $20. I was like, I'm not you going can, down. Yeah, I'm, I'm not going, going down, down with, yeah, with this. So I was I still had the lure in my hand and I was like. You know, but it's crazy because I don't know how I ended up from over there to over here in mm -hmm. less than like two to three minutes. Mm -hmm. But uh, I just kept like fighting. But before she grabbed me, I heard all of that. Wow. And it was creepy because uh, and I felt like hands like just rubbing against my rib and my body Lord. and both of my. And I you felt like I was feel shackled. like. Yeah, I felt like I was being shackled. Wow. Yeah. And like they grabbed. Uh, I felt like both of my wrists was getting like pulled straight down. I felt like. Tons of hands on me. Like, I'm talking about, like, just rubbing on my body. Like, it was insane. Hey, yo. And so Paula grabbed you or what happened? She uh, Right when I Did grabbed her. Did you make her, it? I'm just yes. <laughs> right when I threw my arm and she grabbed me, everything just, like, in a snap of a finger disappeared. All the sounds, like, that wow. I was hearing and all the, like, everything that was dark came to a light, like, psh. It was it was just the weirdest thing ever. You so you think, think if she wouldn't, that, were you no, going to no. say that? Yeah. yeah. If, <laughs> if she, she didn't grab me, you I would have I been done. Dang. I was telling Samir, I you basically sure? cheated death. I only had like 30 seconds left, bro. I'm telling you. I only had like 30 to 40 seconds left. That boy's and deadlift you know, in a village, bro. He can't do it. You know what's crazy? The ledge was just right there. Right where you that literally couldn't. Like a foot away. You literally I couldn't, couldn't even get it. You no. Know? Arms couldn't go. Nope, like Can't nope. go nowhere. Nope. Nowhere. It's odd, man. That's tough. I, I, I'm, you know, so basically all the people that have passed away like Lanier, like if somebody was there, I think they would you know, would in details explain exactly what happened to them. But for me, I'm so lucky that Paula reached out for me and grabbed me because I'm uh, telling you like mm. 30, 40 seconds, I would have went straight down. That, I would have been done. That already. happened to me. So let's just say I'm sitting right here. The boat was right there to that wall. That's crazy. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I couldn't move. I'm telling yep, yep. The and the, the, and the lady, water's calm, right? Yeah. And the lady had to grab me from my life jacket and move me. Yeah. Yep. So, Bro. I went back home and I researched, and there has been a lot of people that have encountered, mm -hmm. did the, you know, encountered the same thing. Like the, it's just right there, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. But uh, I went home and I researched, and I realized that I think it's. Do you know what the Lady of the Lake is? No. Have you heard about that? Mm -mm. Okay, so there's a there's two late like ladies back in the fifties, I believe. I had to do some research, but dude, my brain is so happy because I love conspiracies and I love like this. <laughs> they found, I think, after thirty years, nineteen ninety, they found. They they both went on like to go have fun or whatever mm -hmm. like in that Forsyth County, and uh, they got in a in an accident, and I think they went off the bridge or the road and then like they both died, mm -hmm. uh, but then they found the body in the car like thirty years later. But I, I don't think they found the the other lady though. 
you know so that's crazy uh, so when you are going back to lake lanier <laughs> i don't think so anymore <laughs> yeah. so what's your go-to lake alatuna like <laughs> yeah i don't think no more lake so after this experience <laughs> you think that was a wake-up call from god i think it i think it was a wake-up I'm Wake interested. What was happening in that? When did this happen? First off, uh, it happened a couple of weeks ago. Like interesting. Yeah. So basically, it, it felt very dark. Mm. Like I say, it felt eerie. It felt uh, sinister. Mm. It felt like it was a. Uh, it, it feels like a folklore, right? But it, it really happened to me. It really did. You yeah. know. And like my advice to other people out there is like, it don't matter how strong of a swimmer you are, mm. like. Don't try to test that water because basically the whole lake is cursed. Yeah, bro. It's cursed, man. I'm telling you. Like, it's it sounds like, you Insane, know what I mean? Almost, yeah, but it, like, sounds, nah. it sounds crazy, right? I've but heard too many stories. Too many people, different people, none of them connected. It's that's like, what I'm saying. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. And one of my buddies just told me that they had, like, a really, really good swimmer back in Thailand that mm-hmm. actually swam at Lake Lanier, and he drowned there. How? And the water's only, like, right here. Bro. You know what I mean? And, you yeah. know, their, their water, their lakes over there are deep, man. Yeah. They can swim for, like, a long time, you know. For well, them so what out. they say is that um, because it was built on, like, these villages, there's hills and everything under, right? Yeah. And so currents go through, mm-hmm. and but those currents are strong because mm-hmm. of the landscape underneath the water. Mm-hmm. The currents are, like, really strong. So there's peop- there's currents that pull people down because it's genuinely like that. Mm-hmm. So it's it's a it's a terrible lake. It, the fact that it was man-made and the water gets yeah, it's, it's but that's terrible. like that's just the that's like, the normal that's stuff, the right? Normal, what but then think, when you're feeling yeah, hands, when you're actually like going through what I went yeah, through, it's when you're like, feeling hands and you're doing okay, this is kind of you're odd. by the lake, you're like right. or by the beach, or you're by the pier or whatever. Yeah, it's like why is this even? Yeah, why is this about? happening? You know, because I, I I have jumped in this lake before, I have mm-hmm. swam in this lake before, I have went far before, but mm-hmm. just that particular morning, man. And since then, how have you like what has that done and shifted? Like Gabe said, was it a wake-up call? What Has it changed anything? Yeah, physically, like, uh, physically, I, I've been, you know, waking up with Coast West. I still hear the kids and the no women. Like, yeah, I wake up, like, 4.30 in the morning, but it's kind of slowed down in the past week. But my faith with God is closer. That, wow. That, I like, I, when I was about to, like, go straight down and Paul was about to grab me and I was hearing all that stuff, um, I was talking to God, man, like, on the real, man. I was like... I definitely do not want to die mm-hmm. drowning. Mm-hmm. Like, this is the worst way to die. Like, you know, I want to die old in my bed. Right, <laughs> right. right. Rather get shot than do this. You know what I mean? Like, this is just, this is bad, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, so, yeah, but my faith with God is uh, it's a whole lot stronger now. Mm-hmm. You know, like, I feel like he just proved that, like, he has my back. Mm-hmm. Like, I do need my family, you know? There's been times where maybe, like, inside where I feel like I just want to be alone. I don't need nobody to bother me, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But inside, I knew that what God was trying to tell me was, like, you need to to realize that life is short. And not promised. It's not promised. And you have to, like, spend every quality time with the people you love around you mm. and really make it matter, you know, instead of um, being worrying about yourself. Mm-hmm. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. So I want to kind of yeah. shift a little unless you all have anything else. No, Go ahead. I just want to shift in towards uh, kind of like I know it's a big shift, but like business and, and what you do now. OK, because you're or maybe we could go into the story you're, with your wife. Yeah, you, you missed that part. What? Like when he met her and everything. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. So we could <laughs> whatever you want to go, we could either go to the business or we could go into the, the family stuff. And, it don't matter. OK, yeah, yeah, so let's go into the family stuff. Yeah. Most yeah, people yeah. like to hear about other yeah. people's wives. 
Okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, Paula, she's a she's a makeup artist. I met her. We got married pretty young. Uh, met her when I was it, nineteen. She is was she Hmong too? No, right? She's Hmong too. Really? Yeah, that, she's Hmong too. How'd you find her? Considering there's no Hmong here. Yeah, exactly. Right. Like uh, growing up, I had a lot of. Uh, should I say this on camera? <laughs> Go ahead. Your mom's calling. If you want to answer, if not, then we'll just. Oh, I'll it. talk to her later. Okay. Yeah, cool, cool, she, cool. She's Thanks, always, mom. Yeah, <laughs> she's so, always calling. Uh, yeah, I, I've always had like growing up elementary. I always had like Caucasian girlfriends, right? Mm. But oh. I never thought I would marry. Okay, like, yeah. all right. He likes some um, no flavor, no spice. <laughs> 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 Me too, bro. I like him. Yeah, <laughs> you know that food would have hit different. <laughs> <laughs> Why that chicken breast so pale? <laughs> <laughs> you ever heard of seasoning? <laughs> Caesar's Palace. <laughs> yeah, but uh, yeah, overall, like, um, yeah, I, I met Paula at an old country club down in Hickory. Hey, yo. I was, what were you doing at a country club? I don't know what I was doing there. I think being <laughs> young and don't know anything, you kind of end up anywhere, right? <laughs> so I was out there. Um, but she didn't really, like, have interest in me, though. I was more like... Uh, Man, I was kind of thugged out at that time, man. But I had brought some like appropriate clothes, you know. I bought like some you long tees and yeah, I had oh, the two XL, less two XL. Yeah. I look, I just look like chingy, Fubu man. Guy. <laughs> like chingy. I like the way you do it right there. Yeah, yeah. I look just like yeah. And then like you know, I I saw her at Chuck E. Cheese. Basically, like they pulled up, she pulled up with her sisters, mm -hmm. and then I was like, man, she's cute, man. I could see her like in the back of the seat, whatever. Mm -hmm. And I tried to talk to her, but uh, she didn't really give me any attention. She was more like minding home business, talking on the cell phone. Mm -hmm. So I had a winner, but you yeah. know, it was it's pretty good, you know. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. What What about her when you first saw her? You were like, oh, I'm I, interested. It was crazy, man. A lot of people don't believe in love at first sight, mm -hmm. but for me, like, I believe love at first sight. You know what I mean? Mm. You saw her, and you were like, I was like, yeah, I, I saw my kids. Whoa. That's how it was. But like I told her, like I saw her when I was five years old. It, hold up. That's <laughs> <laughs> crazy. Some people just be saying yeah, stuff no, and no, they no, don't I, know what they be saying. No, no. <laughs> Start over. No, okay, so basically, like in Cali, it's even though there's a lot of Hmong people, the community is really small. You know what I mean? So I'm her mom and her they used to sell strawberry back in Merced, California. Mm. And they used to go to like uh Sacramento and stuff like that. So, and I was in Sacramento one time. I'm telling you, man, for some odd reason, I've seen her walk by mm. when I was a kid. That's deep. Yeah. Did we she ever live in Cali? No, but they used to sell strawberries. Yeah, she used to. She used to live in Cali. Same time you lived in Cali. Yeah. And she said she still remembered me too because huh. we were poor, so we wore like the same thing over and over and over and over and over. Like I had right. the same little furry jean jacket for like straight two three years you gotcha. know what i mean we didn't have much so okay so you literally saw her when you were five i i, I feel like i saw her bro. there's people, people that had, crazy, i thought man. you were saying i've like i saw her in a vision it was uh, at a no no that's no. what it was, I at a, it was at a flea market okay okay mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. not a vision <laughs> yeah i mean okay. visually i i mm -hmm. can see it too gotcha gotcha, gotcha gotcha it's it's strange to odd uh, to say man but okay but um so, okay gotcha so you met her <laughs> you were you were you fell in love with her at first sight. Yeah. She, she's FaceTiming you, I think. <laughs> yeah. She uh That's funny. Yeah, so we got we got married pretty uh pretty mm -hmm. young. It's like how, kids uh, having kids. How was that journey, man? Whew, it was rough, man. Tell us about it. I met Paula and we got married like maybe like I say about uh we knew each other probably about a couple months later we got married. Huh? Wow. What wait, wait, wait. From dating mm -hmm. to marriage, how long? 
probably about six to eight weeks. Oh, <laughs> wow, man, you were hooked. Hey, yo. <laughs> yeah, six to eight weeks. So, and then I brought her home. What well, made the, you so? What made you so sure? Yeah, I don't know. I think it was instinct. Mm. You know, we've been ever since this year will be the twentieth year. We've had our times on and off, mm. you know, hardships. But it was like, like I say, it was like kids having kids having kids. Strange. Mm-hmm. We were like basically two strangers living with each other. Mm-hmm. You know, but uh, we made it work out. So I believe that you know, if we could do it, I think anybody out there, if they keep trying, they could do it. Yeah. You know, we. You know, you can't live for your kids, man. You know what I mean? Mm, that, you love your kids. You will live for your kids, mm-hmm. but you have to be like wanting to be with each other and be involved yeah. with each other. Yeah. Because when your kids are not there anymore, do you guys still love each other? Mm. That happens a lot. A lot mm-hmm. of marriages will divorce after their kids leave mm-hmm. because they no longer have anything in common. Right. Or they My no, longer, were like that. no longer love each other yeah. or they face some hardships where it's like if you marry your best friend. You're going to be best friends forever. Right. And you're going to grow with them long right. term. Right. And that's the goal, right? And yes, that's, that's what you're showing here. Yeah. So to dive in a little bit. So when did you have your, your first kid? I had Chloe when I was about 20 years old. That's young. Wow. My mom had yeah. me at 20. She's 18 now. So, that's crazy. Yeah. That's crazy. Like I said, a kid having a kid. Yeah, you know, man. we didn't have much. I mean, me and Paula, we were like probably, we lived at, we lived with my mom and dad, but mm-hmm. uh, the house was getting too full. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So, you know, it's hard using the restroom when, mm-hmm. you know, you have like tons of brothers there, tons, you know, your sister there. It's like, so we had to move out. And the first place we got was uh, a chicken coop that they <laughs> turned into apartments. So we lived there about two, three years. We struggled there for a while, you know, but like I said, when you have love, like even if, you know, you have cockroaches coming by. Hey, yo. Sitting right there talking to you, while, you know, at your dinner table. <laughs> it's okay, you know. How's your day, Steve? <laughs> <laughs> we managed to get That's through crazy. it, you know. So, I mean, like, talk about, like, day one. Yeah, she's she's mm, my day one. Ride or die. Yeah, ride or die. Yeah. That's awesome, bro. So, you know, sometimes when, you know, you, me and Paula, where we're at today, like, looking back at it, it's like, mm. damn, we went through a lot. Together. What was the biggest struggle as a marriage, as a couple? I think for me and her was uh, not knowing each other like for too long. Mm. Like before, we, mm. we accepted each other like automatically. Like everything she did, the way her lifestyle was, the way she takes herself. Like, but uh, besides that, like we were we were really accepting of each other though. That's mm. that's what's kind of like I'm still thinking of today. You know, like we. Uh, we didn't let little things bother us, you know what I mean? We were always like Yeah. Even yeah, when I met you guys to each other. When we sat down and ate at uh I think it was Thanksgiving. Mm. I was yeah. like, wow, these guys are really chill. Like yeah. they're married, oh. they've got kids, but they're like really upbeat, really like they're yeah. they're still ready to destroy life. Paula. You know what I mean? Woo, she's like she's ahead of her time. She's really ahead of her time, you know. Uh I'm just tailgating. <laughs> you know, but, that's uh, crazy. Yeah. So not knowing each other was the biggest struggle for you guys, like having to get to know each other. Not only that, but financially, we mm. didn't have much. Yeah. Uh, I was working at that time uh, at Dish Network. I was just hey uh, yo, <laughs> yeah, the warehouse. Okay, the warehouse though. Okay. But I was uh, the line lead there, so I had like 15, 14, 15 people under me. Mm-hmm. But it was very hard because the pay wasn't really there. You, you get what I'm saying? Up. No, mm-hmm. it's like. And for the, the education that I had, you know what I mean? I, I didn't use it because mm-hmm. I didn't finish school like I was supposed to. So that kind of High school or college? I finished high school. I just didn't go to college. Okay. I went about a year and then I dropped out because I had Chloe and it was just, it was too much. Correct. You know what I mean? I was like, I got to, 
I got to feed her. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. I got to have a place for her. You know, I mean, me being at school is nice, but I got no, no moolah. So, mm-hmm. you know, I'm like, yeah. I need cash now, you know? So I, I had to go out <laughs> there and just get it. Yeah. It remind me of that. So it's tough. Time? When mm-hmm. did the passion for music come in? Mm, the passion for music. I've always had passion for music. Uh, even before Paula, mm. I was already like rapping or rhyming in my head. But what started that? It was a, uh, it was actually, <laughs> it was uh <laughs> You could say it. Whenever someone laughs before they say that. <laughs> Damn. Okay. So what got me was, uh, I was always good at literature, right? But uh, what started it was the, it was before Paula's time, but I got catfished. <laughs> hey, yo. Hey, wait, 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 wait. In the early 2000s? Like what? <laughs> I got catfished and the, then. Uh, the beeper? Yeah, <laughs> I just I got catfish and uh, it kind of broke my heart, even though it was a a fake. You know what I mean? So nah. I wrote I wrote my first love song. No, no, no. We gonna hear about this yeah. catfish. No, nah, we want to hear about the catfish. Yeah, you don't though, hear about the catfish bro. <laughs> yes, we For do. Uh, if you if you're but comfortable. Was it, but was it like? How how do you get like email? Fish? Like what's okay, so, yeah, internet so, wasn't yeah. okay so during that time was there was actually it was actually go back maybe like nineteen oh nah nineteen ninety nine two thousand like she mailed yeah. you pictures of her and then yeah, it wasn't her it was kind of it was off of uh <laughs> it was actually off of Pal Talk do you know what Pal Talk I do not okay so Pal Talk, Pal Talk. If okay, so it's back when AOL was oh just yes. like yeah like Messenger. I yep. remember this. Yep. Yes. Yeah. Okay. I remember Messenger. I don't remember. Yeah. Palatine. So she. Would, I think I was young too. I was like 16, 17. Mm. But she would send me like she would call me and talk to me. Mm. She would send me picture. But I was so dumb that like I didn't webcam her. You get what I'm saying? I tried right, my right, best right, right. to webcam her, but she wouldn't. So one day she uh she uh she. she <laughs> She what? She what, bro? You nervous, she bro? She tricked my ass. <laughs> <laughs> what, she, she, made me, she made me travel all the way to where she was at. No. Yeah. Where, which was where? But in Wisconsin. Oh, yeah. God. But luckily, one of my uncles up at there. At 16? 16, bro. You was like, hey, mom. Hey, dad. Yeah. Y'all ever heard of Wisconsin? Yeah. <laughs> we got to go. Yeah. <laughs> I, took, I think I took the Greyhound up there because I didn't have much money. That's why. At that time, I was just working at a grocery bro. store. So I went okay. up there to try to meet her. And then uh-huh. when I got up there, she actually had like other females up there that I met. I'm okay. Like, why? Why is this What do you mean so by hot? other females? She said it was her cousins. Uh-huh. And it was her cousins. And then I ended up hanging out with them for some reason. Uh-huh. But I never got a chance to see her. She would call me. And then oh, one day I went, the? yeah, and then like the streets talk, you know what I'm saying? So one day I went to a party in North Carolina and a gentleman came up to me and told me, hey, are you so-and-so? I go, yeah. He goes, yeah, we know the girl that's been like tricking your ass. You know what huh? I mean? That's not her. Like, we want you to know that. So he came out of nowhere and told me that, like out of nowhere. I'm talking, I was sitting in the club just like, and then he came up and just talked to me out of nowhere. In South like, Carolina? North Carolina. North Carolina. From Wisconsin. Okay, yeah, that's what I'm, I'm trying to. Yeah. So Gray- like I said, the Gray streets Hill? talk, you know. Yeah, Gray- <laughs> what? Yeah. No, the Greyhounds talk. Apparently. And then he, he, I think he actually knew her. So he called her and then like made her apologize to me right there. But did you meet her? I never met her. Bruh. But she lied a lot though. She told me that she was like the, at the hospital. Like, uh, Did you send her she, money ever? Nope, I never did because I was Damn. too young. I, no, no. 
smart. <laughs> He's like, I can't be doing that. Were you smart or were you just broke? Because there's was, <laughs> <laughs> partially dumb. <laughs> so yeah. Was she ugly? He doesn't know. No, I think she's. I think she was ugly. Was it a? That's the only way you catfish. Yeah. Was it a she? Was yeah. she no. a transformer? Like you know. I think she was. She was pretty over the, you know, pretty over the pound. Yeah, she wow. just she was fat, she just, bro. Yeah, she was, she was fat, <laughs> but she, but she had she had a little sweet voice though, like you know what I'm saying, like can seduce young guys. Like yeah, me. but when she stopped talking to you, it'd be <gasps> <laughs> that's messed up. I'm sorry. No, no, I'm no, not but, fat shaming. No, no, but, no, 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 not at all. But what I'm saying is like when you're young and then like the internet was just evolving, like mm. oh yeah, like I got tricked, you know what I mean. But that's what led me to like write my first like <laughs> love song, like uh-huh. you know, and I was like, oh, there you go. It went pretty well. All right. You know, Let's after go. that, I started like writing more tracks and then I mm-hmm. started performing like. You lied to me. You were fat when I thought you were skinny. Is that what <laughs> <laughs> so, you Now I'm going to feature you, bro. I'm going to feature you. Do you, you remember go. any bars from it? Oh, shoot. Uh, no, not really. <laughs> He's lying, bro. It's okay. He's lying. You don't want to tell us. You don't want to tell us. That was cool, actually bro. an original track somewhere <laughs> back then. But uh, Ooh, but uh, yeah, that's, that's how I started. Rapping though, like mm, it was off yeah. of a love track. Well, tell, us, tell us your journey on, on the music. The music was the music was very it was good. You know, I got a chance to uh, intern over at one hundred seven point nine for about six really? seven years. Yep, uh, it's, uh, that's one hundred seven point nine. Yeah, the... it's a hip hop station uh, here in Atlanta. I forgot the name of it though. Mm-hmm. It's uh it's actually branched off ninety seven from New York. Okay. Yeah. Jay Z's uh, mm. radio station, mm, mm, mm. but uh, yeah, I, I interned with the uh, music, the new music coordinator there, Red Dread, and then um, we uh, we took new music in for Battlegrounds, mm-hmm. which is uh, Et J Nicks. They they host it every Monday through Friday, mm-hmm. five thirty. I think it's five thirty or six thirty. But they put two artists like underground, like head to head, to battle, and then people call in to vote uh, to mm. s- see who will win. <clears throat> And, you know, and after a few weeks, they become champion, you know what I mean? So, but I, I picked all the new music. So I, we, I was just going through all the new, like, uh, you know, all, all, all the new music, gospel, hip hop. Like, I would pick it and then give it to him and then he would, like, he'll run it, you know what I mean? Mm. Gotcha. Yeah, but and I did that for a while. Mm-hmm. I tried sliding in one of my CDs, but it never worked. <laughs> he was like, what I is don't this? know why. I don't know why. That's crazy. Yeah. Do you still rap now? I still rap now. I still here and there. Not as much as I, mm-hmm. I used to, but is it know. something you would consider career wise or is it like oh, just yeah. one of the habits like one of the hobbies that you liked? Uh it's it was serious. It's still serious to me mm. right now too. Uh I just uh you know, I got a lot of a lot of things to take care of right now, yeah. but you know, music's always in my head. Do you always like do you have music? That mm-hmm. you think about yeah Yo, like, i got some very like dang, do, I, do you write it down you know that i on your should phone, write it down or you like oh i need a i need to go you know to the studio today yeah yeah or i go, think you know write this down or record this yeah usually what i do is i just like open up my notes and then i'll just write down if i hear like uh you know like a, a bad bar you know what mm-hmm. i mean i'll just like write it down you know, but it's better if you just like hear the beat or the instrumental or if mm-hmm. even acapella, just write the whole 16. Mm-hmm. Okay. I'm curious though. And I get it, right? Life, kids, mm-hmm. marriage. The, I see why you haven't done it, mm-hmm. but I also don't see why you haven't done it. Mm. Um, I saw this quote and I think I told Gabe, I was like, uh, the first time you make a video, it might suck. Mm-hmm. Uh, but the 100th time you make that video, mm-hmm. it won't. And so, but the point is, 
you have to get started, right? Right. In your realm, I'm assuming behind the scenes, you you're, you're in the car. You're like, Damn, what the, what the fuck? You know, I don't know, I don't know what to do while you're driving to your clients, but it, it just makes me wonder why you haven't tackled it mm. at the same time. I feel like I feel like I I I I, I love it. But I feel like it's not where God wants me to be right now. Mm. You know what I mean? So that's the reason. Have you why. ever had opposition to where you start it and then it like something stops you or like? Yeah. Okay. Can you describe maybe yeah. an instance where you thought you were going to go for it and then you just. Yeah, I kind of backed up. Yeah, mm-hmm. I kind of backed up because uh, I think maybe mm. it's because of Paula. <laughs> Should I say that? Hey, yo. Okay. Explain. I mean, yeah. your situation or your yeah. story. Uh, You know, it, it's all it's all trust you know what i mean but at the same time i, I feel like i uh i decided not to to go forward with it is because there's a lot i'm not i'm never home mm. i was away for a long time mm-hmm. uh i missed a lot of my my kids part of their earlier life because mm-hmm. of all the travels and stuff like that being on tour gotcha and so um, you had a music career i did I oh did. Yeah. okay i, I didn't, didn't yeah that's career. what i'm like waiting on so I, I i have performed in front of two two thousand four four thousand ten thousand people you know what i mean so it became a legit thing yeah yeah oh yeah making yeah. money from it yeah. traveling gotcha. yeah uh-huh. i would i would love to but like i say in the hip-hop you have to uh, anything you have to invest in yourself mm-hmm. you know and i felt like most of my at that time you know my money was just going straight to mm-hmm. my house my kids you know what i mean so i didn't really have like that money where i put to the side and say you know invest in my music you know uh i feel like i could do that now Mm. You know, but uh, but you're waiting for maybe like a sign to just go for it. I feel like I should I could go for it right now. I just decide, you know, it's just I feel like it's not my time right now. You know what I mean? I don't know how to explain it. Mm-hmm. I don't what, know how to explain what's it. What's the most uh, you made from music, from music touring and all these things? Well, the way an artist kind of gets like paid is uh, I feel like it's from like royalties. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So basically, like. Um, door admissions, you, depending on how much you charge mm-hmm. ahead. Okay. And then also like if people buy VIP sections, uh, if you know depending on how many people show up, you might get a percentage from the bar if you did, know the owner. Did Paula ever show up to one year? Yeah, she showed up many times. She actually performed with me one time. She hey on yo before yeah, but you know I think she kind of like got to a point where she kinda, so she she supported it for a while. She until did. She like. She saw like I was I was actually battling like demons like during Rupees? that time. That's what we got demons. But yeah, I mean like during that time, um, would they throw like bras at you and stuff? This bro, man. you don't even know. It's crazy, man. Wait, uh, wait, was it English or was it in your language? It was in English and it was also in Hmong. So wow. you were you were a Hmong superstar. Mong superstar. Let's yeah, go. Yeah. 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 That's how I should have started the pod, bro. What's crazy is like most of my fans are like. Like little Caucasian kids or like Mexican kids or mm. like you know what I mean. Like most of my fans were like other instead of Hmong, you know. Mm-hmm. But Hmong people always supported uh, wh- whatever I did. Also, you know, they never. That's down really that. interesting because I feel like there's some cultures where they don't. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. I don't know, maybe it's me with, but like I feel like if you're in the wrong group of Hispanics, mm. they don't support you. Mm. Like culturally it's almost like nah you do your thing i'll do my thing yeah but when it's in the family unit it's either you do what we do or if you do anything else it's weird and we don't necessarily want to support you oh okay okay i never looked at it like that but especially here in Mm -hmm. in in georgia like Mm -hmm. i have a lot of korean clients okay and that's 
I found that out, you know, me starting roofing was like, bro, they will come to the US mm -hmm. and like make millions of dollars. <clears throat> mm. And if somebody from Korea wanted to come, if it was family member or friend mm -hmm. wanted to come to the US and, and pursue, you know, those, you know, that freedom financially and everything, they would lend them money mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and be like, yo, just pay me back. Ah, uh, yeah, yeah, Whatever. yeah. Yeah, a lot of... Uh, it's a very so supportive like culture. Yeah. Supportive Indians culture. are too. The, yeah. Very connected. If you yeah. help someone out with their gutters, yep. you're now the gutter guy and yeah. all the Indian friends know about it. That's cool. That's and so cool. like the Eastern culture, I feel like dives more into supporting the culture, mm. whereas like Hispanics do not do that mm. in a way. Not all of them can't generalize, right? Mm -hmm. But there's, it's just one of those things where like, okay, you got your landscaping company? Cool, go ahead and do that. I got my landscaping company. We're not going to talk business secrets, business strategies, because I don't want you stealing my clients or oh, vice versa. I got you. But I, I don't got think you. it should be that way. It shouldn't be like that. Like if you do landscaping and I do landscaping, if we're both learning from this industry mm -hmm. and we're sharing what we're learning, we're right, both right. growing together. Both. And if we get three more people to do it, and, and yeah. they also share what they're learning, their mistakes. Hey, I ran into a client that yeah. they wanted this, but really they wanted this. Right. You could help each other grow. Mr. Beast talks about that. You know who that is? Yeah, Mr. Beast. Yeah, he's like the guy who does charity on okay. YouTube and stuff. Yeah, yeah, I've seen him. He says that when he was starting his YouTube career, it was about five, six creatives at a time, right? And what they would do is they all had YouTube channels. They were all growing, but because they would all go into, uh, they would all like uh, find mistakes or problems. Mm. When they solved those problems, they would go to each other so then one person's mistake is then five other people's lesson. Mm. And so they would grow so much that because they were all collaborating, they would mm. their subscriber count would go up. And so mm -hmm. they would learn from each other. Right. And that's not something you always see. Yeah. So that basically falls back into envy. Mm. Right. How I feel. Like yeah. Because if you see one guy coming up, you really you're supposed to support him and help him and right. teach him and not be afraid to mm -hmm. teach him the secrets. But a lot of guys because they've been in it for so long, depending on how fast they learn. No, I'm not going to teach you what I know. It took me 20 years. Oh, type they'll thing. show you, but they're not going to show you everything. Mm. They're going to show you only the little bit here and there, whatever you ask. Okay. Right. So mm -hmm. it's kind of like it's kind of effed up. Yeah. But, you know, yeah. you're not supposed to be like that. But I, I see where you're coming mm -hmm. from, though. But about the Mexicans, they're so talented and their that skills is, and ability I mean, is so good. It's like it's kind of hard to. Why you say Mexicans, dog? <laughs> yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like, you mean Hispanics in general? Yeah, but okay. yeah, Hispanic general. Because <laughs> I'm not yeah. Mexican. Yeah, yeah. he's not Mexican. He's not Mexican. A lot, a lot of, a lot of the Mexican, they're pretty talented. I have a though, question. Man. Yeah, is there racism in between Asian communities? Yes, there is. Wow. Yeah, there is too. Yeah, like are Hmong. Is there anything specific about Hmong? No, it was crazy about Hmong. Is I'm not gonna like try to like hide him and say that you know they. The thing about Hmong is they don't have a country. They're they're almost like yeah. uh, n nomads. Nomads. Yeah. nomads, yeah. So it's very like we like we 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 drive to want a country, but mm. like I say, like is where's Hmong at though? Like like where are the Hmong people? I know you said China. No they were I know, China. but you know that's why I said it's like the Garden of Eden. <laughs> yeah, it's a place, but there's nothing. But no one can find it. Was, it. Origin yeah. Originally, it was in what China. part of China though? Uh, I'm thinking it was on the east part of China. But Hmong people used to have blonde hair and blue eyes though. Whoa. Asian. Yeah. Huh? What yep. happened to you? <laughs> <laughs> Yo. All right. Explain I me got this. Processed. Explain me this. <laughs> how how is there a Hmong church in Winder, Georgia? Yeah. Yeah. What? There is, man. Yeah. 
There's actually a but few. But for now. those that don't know, Winder, Georgia <laughs> is also like a monk. <laughs> <laughs> Winder, like, Georgia is nowhere near county. anything else. So it's like yeah. it's like 25 minutes from Lawrenceville. Yep. And yep. and if you live there, it's because you like the way the prices are on houses. But but it's not on purpose, right? Like, yeah, <laughs> I think because there's no emissions there. <laughs> <laughs> Bro, but you know, like, do you know anybody that goes there? Yeah, yeah, I know. Yep. I have a lot. Have y'all of, ever uh, went in there? I've went in there be close to it. Yeah, like yeah. 10, 15 minutes from yeah. now. Yeah, we 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 went there a couple times. Uh, what is, is it, it Catholic or is what it is it? Sh- sh- I think they're more towards CMA. Was that CMA? You lost me. CMA. CMA? Uh, all I know is YMCA. Christian Music Awards. <laughs> <laughs> I know YMCA, I know. but I don't know CMA. Yeah, I've only went there a couple times, but like, uh, are they leading towards shaman or what? What is, what is nah, the religion? I think it's more Christianity. Okay. Yeah, Christianity. Uh, they're they actually have the leaders. I think they've started in different churches though. So mm-hmm. there's mm-hmm. actually more than like one now. There's actually like that's four, insane. Five, six, I think yeah. To people that don't know what a Hmong is, this episode is like yeah. like revelatory. No, because yeah. I remember when I first moved to Winder, and I would that's I have to take, <laughs> I have to pass Bless to you. go to eighty five. Yeah. So when I met oh, you guys, I yeah, I was like. Talking like, about the yeah, small church on the, by the railroad? Yeah. Oh, yeah, 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 so yeah. Like, we're Hmong. <clears throat> and I'm like, Mong, Mong, Wait, Mong, Mong. I've seen that before. Yeah. I was like, church, yeah, bro, in yeah. Winder. Yeah, are Winder, talking, yeah. Are you talking about the one behind your house? It's by my house. It's like going to... um The one that yeah, Nelson walked? No, no, no. No, never mind. <laughs> it's, uh, it's on... Um, it's like, trying to think. Uh, Winder Highway? Yeah. Yeah, Winder Highway all the way There's like these new... By the Walmart... Yeah. yeah. <laughs> These new white school, I mean, so, uh, houses, like townhomes. Yep. yep. Townhomes, mm. yeah. Right there. Right there, yeah. Yeah. That's dope. Yeah. That's awesome. Back to the superstar Hmong, right? Mm. So you were a monk superstar, but you you had all these little white kids. You know, they were like, yeah, everybody, man. yep, everyone, yeah. We like it. Yeah. What was your name? And I love them too. What was your rap name? Yeah. It was Logo. Whoa. Logo. That's actually sick. Yeah. Always on the low, always on the go. So I that's like how it. I got it. Mm hmm. Mm-hmm. Where, what, what cities did you go to? Or uh, the cities we, me and my partner hit up at that time. We were uh, in Mil- a lot of cities between. I'm thinking Wisconsin, mm-hmm. Minnesota. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we performed in Cali, and then we also performed in um, between Oklahoma and Arkansas. So in North Carolina, mm-hmm. that's a lot of places, man. It's a lot of places. It's a lot of late nights. And that's with a newborn, right? You you had a newborn at the time. Or no, she uh, was Chloe, yeah. not Chloe. It was, was it? Chloe, and then at that time it was Maddox. So Maddox was uh, I mean, actually a little, little one, two year old. Jake, Jake Cole says that you like to these young rappers that <clears> the only <throat> way you make money or you sustain money is by touring. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like that's how you keep money. It is, man. That's it is because they'll they'll get quick money from signing their deal or whatever, mm-hmm. or pop off two mm-hmm. songs that go viral, but then. Right. They think that, or they go on tour once. Once you blow that money, you, that's it. Yeah, that's you about it. Keep, that's why you see these um, top guys, like, they stay on tour. Yep. Because mm-hmm. that's where the money yeah. is. Well, I just came back from Vegas, and we actually had VIP, like, right in front where T.I. was performing. Mm. And I'm like, T.I. performing? I haven't heard, like, he still go through all his old hits. And yeah, I'm like, he's still performing. Like, yeah. the thing about it is, like, he's still performing all of his, his hits. And every time when he came out, he I mean, he's still like with the show. He got like a new outfit, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like 
just for that show. Mm. Like he still keep everything like from the way he first started, like yeah. the mentality. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Keep the grind it, in a way. It's hard work. He did like a 30 minute show, I'd say, but it was like Dang. 15, 20, 15 or 20 of his best tracks. You know what I mean? And he was just ripping it, killing it like the first time he would do it. I mean, mm. that's how much love and passion he yeah. has for it. You know what do I you, mean? I want to ask a question. Mm. If you never met your wife and you had like gone into the rapping thing, do you think you'd still be rapping right now? I, I think I'll still be rapping right now. Yeah, I'll still be rapping. In a way, though, do you think God blessed you with your wife so that you wouldn't go into that world? Yes. Yeah, I feel like uh, God has blessed me. So I, I, I don't go into that world because uh, hip hop's pretty dark, too. I mean, there's yeah. a lot of good things about it. Yeah. You know, you know, uh, hip hop took me out of trouble. Mm. I, I'll tell you that it took mm. me out of trouble. Like it took me away from, uh, you know, a lot of bad things. You know what I mean? Um, <laughs> he's yeah. so vague. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah. I went if you don't want to share, you're good, yeah. bro. You're good. It's, it's, it's pretty. It's pretty crazy. It's however you, much yeah. you want to share. We don't ever want to post it. We so want to know. You know, if I'm we got to like, turn everything no off, yeah. my mouth is like. Yeah, <laughs> I'm about to say it, but yeah. I'm thinking I'm like, oh, yeah. like, that's kind of yeah. Mm. He's, a, he's like, yeah, it's a lot of things. Your fans need uh, answers. <laughs> Yo, imagine someone of... listens to the pod and they're like, this is the guy from <laughs> twenty wait, wait, years wait. ago. We didn't ask you what was your uh, what was your name. No, he he did. He, he told he did. us, but you didn't hear it. No logo, yeah, logo. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Always <laughs> on the low, always on the go. Always yeah, yeah. You were doing his own. He's thinking about the monk church. He's like, yeah, yeah. man, those monk man. Yeah. <laughs> it was fun though, like uh, performing. I, I I still love performing. Mm. You know what I mean? I just haven't really got in the studio and wrote any new tracks yet. Bro, it's time. I'm did always. You, it's time, man. Stuff did you talk head. about how you um you got the name, or what does it mean? The name I actually got it from. Uh, like graffitis like at first it was graffitis and like logos back in california my mom used to walk me like you know to school and Uh a bunch of graffitis everywhere so i always remember like logos you know here and there but Mm. i always like like to keep on the low and always on the ghost i was just like you know what it makes sense yeah keep just gonna yeah logos on the go yeah yeah. yo did you use your name in a in a bar uh no 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 okay no i was trying to get it out of him (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> did you collab with any famous people uh yeah i've um he goes ti days, no. <laughs> yeah well I, I when i worked at the station i did see ti come out interview but i never like introduced myself mm. uh i've met a lot of uh superstars even on the regular streets i'm name them really yeah the who, who point you, them out yeah who you met who you met uh i've opened up for um uh blocks sweet 16 his daughter's birthday uh mm-hmm. with young jock Mm-hmm. I did uh, opening, mm. and then um, I also um, have done. Um, uh, I've met I met a lot of superstars. I mean, I think DJ Khaled. Hi, DJ Khaled. <laughs> well, you ain't get me, bro. Yeah, <laughs> another he, one. Another one. Yeah, I, you I, ever I, had a monk? No, another <laughs> one. <laughs> but we it would be fast. great to work with him, though. Because I love music. I love his music. Yeah, his yeah. music is good. Really? What What's so good about it? I love the instrumentals. Oh, okay. Love it. He's a producer. Was that him? Uh, no, that wasn't Julius Santana. Man. Yeah. No, no, sorry. What's his name? No, the first oh. one you did. Santana, but Jules is not his first name. Okay, I don't know, bro. I, I just said something that came to mind. Jules Santana. We the best music. No, the other guy, the old guy. 
that plays the guitar. And he's blind. Last name Santana. Isn't no. he blind? No, he's not. Oh, I know what you're talking about. Talking about Willie Nelson. I'm just kidding. Wow. I don't even know who that is either. I just say names. No. The one that sings Maria, 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 Maria. Something Santana. Living on West Side Story. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Growing up in Spanish. Yeah, yeah. Ooh, that track was hot, boy. Nah, I ain't had good luck with Maria. Did he have any hits? <laughs> uh, you know what? When it comes to hits, like I, I don't like expect Bro, when I write something, I don't expect that it's a hit. But do, do uh, you have a recording of his or something? Do you There's have something in the vault? Mixtape. Mixtape. A lot of my fans. Type of man. Type of logo. <laughs> what was the song called? Uh, we Can Never Be Together. Oh, you have it? <laughs> and then I have another track called Our Own Ways. I actually wrote It's on YouTube? Yeah, it's on YouTube. You, I wrote we have permission? tracks. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's, it's, it's a mixtape. I, I can't. You're not going to see us, right, for, for using it? Copyright? But, uh, yeah. Is it muted? It's fans lower, lower, lower. Now, they put it up. Just a little sample. Yeah. DJ Khaled. <laughs> surprise, the sky's lies that don't appear now. We love past. We'll appear later. We can Another you, one. We can never be together. You and I. No matter how hard we try, we uh, can uh, never be together. Mm. No need to cry. Why this is just dreams from the corner. Things will never be what it seems. I'm special, baby. Just a right. typical guy. We can never be together. No matter how Bro. hard we try, we can never be together. No need to cry. Wipe away your tears from the corner of your eyes. Nobody special, baby, just another typical guy. We can never be together. No matter how hard we try, we can never be together. No need to cry, wipe away your tears from the corner of your eyes. I'm nobody special, baby, just another typical guy. You got that uh, Nick Cannon vibe. Nick yo, Cannon. yo, that's <laughs> Nick Cannon. Yo, so <laughs> that's sick. They gave me early 2000s. Like, yeah, like that's that's, oh, yeah. that's what I, when did you write that though? Uh, I wrote that, at, I actually wrote that in um, I think like 2000, maybe like 2008, 2009. Dude, that's Wait, I have a question. That's good, bro. Who posted this? I don't know who posted it, but I just what wanted do you mean? to tell him thank you. His name is Cocaina. Cocaina. Wait, you didn't, hey, you didn't yo. post it? Then I, I didn't post have that. It? Like, I was did, saying, like, did I, you my, sell your rights to your music? No, nah, that well, the thing about that track is it was just a mixtape track. So, there's so no I never sold that track at all. That track was actually so just a just song I wrote at my How did he house. find it? I just threw it out on YouTube. Uh, and then, oh, I had it on CD. Uh-huh. But then, like, I never posted it on YouTube. For some reason, odd reason, whoever got it just posted it because up. Because they, since they then, posted it, it and they put his name, logo. Mm-hmm. And wow. it but that's, that's 833,000 views. Huh? God. Whoa, 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 whoa. You're actually a superstar. And you could have got a lot of YouTube money. Dang. Really? Yes, 833,000? Oh, okay. I didn't, I didn't know YouTube paid like money. that. That's a lot of money. Yes. I guess I don't, I don't know about the payment from YouTube. There's, there's streamers that make upwards of six figures just from, or really? even people who make videos. Too. Mr. Beast pays for a majority of his videos okay. from either people like ads or people who like sponsor the show or the YouTube money. Really? When you get 53 million views on something, wow. I need they to start pay bank. More. <laughs> yes. Dude, the fact that you got 800,000 views, is, that means people like it. Mm. I think mm. you need a, you have a YouTube, right? I do have one, but I only have one. You like, need to go in those comments and be like, be like this hey, is get my this song. Off my <laughs> <laughs> pay me YouTube. Send me my money, bro. Yeah. This is mine. Well, the thing about, like I said, that track right there, that specific track right there is actually just a mixtape track. So I never bought any like 
rights to the instrumental at all. Got it. Mm. So I can't even sell it. Okay. Like, that's just what I wrote. I actually wrote that song like 30 minutes and I recorded that's it over. insane. The mic that I had to record, I recorded that inside my little old Celica Supra. So I was sitting in the car like with my <laughs> laptop actually rapping like this and it was off of a $12 <laughs> Radio Shack mic. That's why. Bro. Yeah. The mic was only like, I didn't have money at that time. Mm-hmm. I was only like, you know what I mean? I only had like, I couldn't get my hands on anything fancy like this. Mm-hmm. So I just used like a $12 Radio Shack mic. At that time, Radio Shack was like was the, bomb. the place to go Bro. to, you know? Bro, I'm going to be real with you. Yeah. I think it's time. Hmm. I think it's time for you to come back. Ain't no way a regular, degular uh, YouTube song is going to make 800,000 views. Mm. Yeah. And the thing is, like, ain't no I, way. Yeah. I mean, if I shot a music video, unless like, you played it 800,000 times, <laughs> <laughs> he know he sleeps to it. Like, the last 20 years, he's we just been putting be it. We're going to Paula, it's not about you. Right? <laughs> yeah. Wait, okay. When the money comes wait, in, uh, yeah. what was the song about? The the girl, bro. I cannot say the catfish, bro. The catfish. <laughs> we can never yeah. be together. Yeah. <laughs> I never met you. Tell her no. <laughs> that was the song oh, shoot. that you wrote. No, no, no. no. That's not. The I'm one. messing, bro. <laughs> That's awesome. The one man. I wrote actually has like disappeared, gone somewhere. Long gone in the files. Hey, Late linear. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Bro, that's <laughs> messed up. <laughs> you almost died there. Experiencing all of this. Yeah. <laughs> oh, shoot. Yo, yeah, that's but, uh, messed up, dog. Yeah, I, I would love to get back in the studio. I mean, I got... um. Gabe's starting a studio. It's about 30 days he'll have it. Really? I might have to come <laughs> I'm just declaring it. Bro, I'm serious, man. I'm yeah. just declaring it. I mean, I feel like... For the board right there. Okay. I feel like uh, as as man- management, I think you would do great at management, Thank bro. you, bro. Appreciate yeah, it. Because just the way you are... You just give you DJ know? Khaled vibes. Like, you know? you're we, a person that I, like, we the artist to trust. <laughs> we the worst. To, like, you know... Like, and also you have people's best interests in mind. So it's not like, oh, I'm just going to rip you off for money. It's like, mm-hmm. nah, nah. And there's only like one out of like few hundred thousands that can do what you do, bro. Ooh. Not even. Amen. I know, dope. I know. I've worked with a lot of managers and I feel like I've only like met like one that's really good. But when you talk to someone, you could actually like tell mm. where they're at with their mm. mindset, what they could and be able to could not handle. You know what I mean? That's so, true. But this true. guy seemed like he can handle tons. Facts. Facts. Yeah, man. I like music, bro. I've always been into music, but I think this is uh, it's coming soon. Yeah, for sure. You're going to start a record deal. Hey, man, if God allows it, why not? Let's mm-hmm. go. Yeah, but so, it's so. it's most. I mean, I'm I'm open to anything. Um, I'm good with talent. If I see talent, I mm. I, I spot it. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think I'm going more towards faith music. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. because you know, when I'm not trying to get involved in clubs and yeah, and, yeah. yeah, I'm not no yeah good. like gospel music yeah. Mm. yeah oh, there's a there's a big like um a big place Sunday. for gospel music right now. I think hip hop gospel was getting pretty big. I, mm, I, dude, there, there's so many good songs. Yeah, I, I saw yeah. them. I was like, man, they're pretty lit. You know what I mean? Like, oh, yeah. so times has changed. That's all I can say. Yeah, huge. Mm-hmm. That's and I think um, I don't know. Are we feeling good? I feel like we can kind of. But before we move on or before we go, um, what's one thing that you could share with either someone who's in the rap industry, maybe something you went on that you're like, okay, be careful. Or just mm-hmm. a piece of advice for a regular person that, that you know, maybe started in a young marriage or wants to start their own business like you did, right? Because mm-hmm. now you have your own business. Mm-hmm. How long has that been going on? For about-, uh, about two years. But I mean, like, uh, my, like, with business side, like, mm-hmm. my <clears throat> advice to everyone out there is don't be afraid to learn. Mm. 
don't think everybody's always criticizing you. They're just critiquing you. If somebody is there to like teach you, be willing to learn. You know what I mean? You mm-hmm. don't have to say so much. Just learn. Mm. You know, because everything that you're learning right now, 10 years from now, you're going to be still using it. Mm. You can't just say, oh, yeah, um, you know, I, I, I'm going to quit this job. Well, the reason why God put you there is for you to learn something there, Come you on. know. So, you know, where I'm at right now, I used to pull hoses. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Not hoses, but hoses. <laughs> Hoses. Like literal <laughs> water literal hoses. hoses. Water hoses. Oh, yeah. <laughs> literal, literal water hoses. Okay. Yeah. And, you know, like even like talk, <laughs> even talking to like uh, clients mm-hmm. and customers, you have to like really um, engage mm-hmm. and be honest and truthful. Yeah. Be you. You know what I mean? That's one thing I could, my advice, you know, uh, you know, don't be, a, whatever you're at right now, don't, don't think that you're going to be stuck there forever. Mm-hmm. You're, you're going to go up as long as you keep working hard. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Uh, 100%. It, it sounds like a cliche. No, no, for 100%. But, you know, I mean, like, it, it will all add up at the end. The thing that separates you from every other power washing company is you. Mm-hmm. It's Anthony. Like, you know what I mean? Like, it's the fact that it's your attitude. It's your professionalism. When my client got their house power washed by you, she was like, he was super professional, super good guy. That's awesome. Love everything he did. Thank you. And I was like, perfect. Here's his name and number if you guys ever want to use him again. Mm. Other neighbors actually were like, hey, that's that's Mm. nice. I don't know if they ever called you back in the Powder Springs. But Mm. if anything, I'll remind them. I'll be like, hey, y'all ever get the power wash? Yeah. Yeah. But for sure, like anything that you do, you know Mm -hmm. what I mean? Like you're just going to have to invest in yourself. I think that's one thing that I kind of lagged back when I was uh, younger. I I didn't have enough money to invest in myself. Mm -hmm. Like I, I wanted to learn something new, you know what I mean? But I didn't have enough money to to fund myself to try to learn that. But YouTube, like I say, is like everything's online now. Everything's mm-hmm. on YouTube. So mm-hmm. that that could be your your yeah. your to go teacher, you know what I mean? Whatever yeah. you need. You, you can shout out your, your business out here, bro. Yep. My business is Hers Service LLC. And it's a uh, pressure washing for uh home auto and driveway. What number can they contact if they wanna? Uh you could call four zero four six six two Zero three zero eight. Very nice, bro. Mm -hmm. Before we head out, though, um, one thing we usually do at the end of each podcast is we talk about the one thing that's on our heart. Um, Mm. So if you have something on your heart, if anyone wants to start, doesn't have to be you, uh, but if you have it already, just something that's been on your heart lately or something that um, has impacted you as of recent, Mm. or maybe just maybe it's just a piece of advice. Um, Oh, dang, I forgot what mine was. I had it. Do you um, have one in? You got one, Gabe? You, we we want to hear a little, you know, a few bars. Yeah. What's up? Throw down some instrumental. Do you want to do that Give before? You, okay. Let's okay, do that before we do that. Okay. okay. For real? But uh, you guys could cut out the bass though, right? <laughs> I'm just saying. <Yeah>. No. <laughs> uh, we've never been what able kind to. Of, what are you looking for? Anything. Anything. Any, give give them a trap. Instrumental. Trap. Trap music. <laughs> Damn. <Yeah. laughs> oh, give me, shoot. Uh, That's going to be good. Like freestyle? Mm-hmm. Okay. Sheesh. Actually, there's a good beat I know. Silence is good. Hey. Well, be, you found one? If not, I could, I, we could kind I of. have one. Okay, I, go I ahead. Could, well, I'm waiting on saying. While he f- finds it. No, it's on could. his phone. It has to be on his phone. Ah, uh, gotcha. If you're in your car listening to us, um, focus on the road, bro. Stop. <laughs> Dang, bro, what you doing? Hmm. You know what I mean? You got it? Here we go. 
DJ Samir. <laughs> Another one. DJ In the house. Samir. Be strong. <laughs> okay. Yo. Yo, don't put it up too much because it might get loud. Mm. Let's go. Yeah. Sometimes it feels like I'm going lazy, but honestly, it's just going crazy. I don't give a damn. Girls be calling me baby, but they ain't no stutter. About to come through sliding in like butter. They try to tell me, but they didn't make no sense. Cause if it makes no dollar, it makes no sense. Keep on going, cause honestly, I gotta keep on flowing. Getting this money dough. Try to tell me, but I know. Gotta keep on going and stay on the low. They try to tell me, but I gotta let it glow. When I'm in the dark, just trying to reminisce for the things, trying to get through, and I'm just trying to swing. They'll never see. That's the reason why I'm gonna be me. Uh, going butt wild in the muff club, <laughs> chilling with up and the thug. But honestly, all I want is a hug. <laughs> <laughs> so good. Give me some Hennessy. I'm about to chug. Hey, okay, it got weird. No, I'm just kidding. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I joke, I'm just kidding. That was good, bro. That was, that was good, fire, bro. Dude. Yeah. Yeah, man. We gotta we gotta get you in that studio, bro. Pretty I right. think it's time, bro. That was a fancy beat. <laughs> yeah. All right, let's go ahead. But uh I still don't have my thing. I'll show my Go ahead. Um what's on my heart? Well, um, I think right now it's kind of weird for a few days. Just uh Feel like God is reaching out to me, mm. reaching out. Um, but trying to keep everything in balance, mm-hmm. really difficult. Mm-hmm. So, just trying to like really pay attention more to what God is trying to tell me, um, because I feel like He wants me to be more involved with Him. Mm. Of course, He, as His children, He wants us always to be connected to Him. Mm-hmm. Um, but I feel for like what's coming to my life. I need to be connected to him mm-hmm. because I have always said this money could change anything. Mm-hmm. Even if even the highest person spiritually mm-hmm. money could change someone. Mm-hmm. It doesn't matter what, how you think in or anything, bro. Money changes people, man. Mm-hmm. It does. That's good. Are you still, yeah. how's the gym going? Gym is doing good. I actually doing a detox right now. Uh, and uh, Monday, I'm starting with my trainer to sh- to work out. Yeah, can we get a clap for that? Yes, yeah, sir. Do you have the clap in there? Which one is it? It's Whoa. not that one. Let's go. <laughs> I'm, I'm at the gym. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. There you go. Yeah, take it off, though, because that junk lasts forever, bro. <laughs> That's awesome, bro. Keep going, man. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, sick. Um, I don't know if I, I can't think of mine, bro. Legit. What Please. about you, Samir? Man, um, get stronger. (laughs) Just honestly, it's been a lot of stress, bro. Honestly, you're a man with a million mind thought. I know you, you got a lot of like things going through your head, a lot of stress. Just trying to get out. Honestly, it's weird, like thinking about or me saying, like, oh, I'm trying to get out of the season that I'm in Mm -hmm. because I know I can already see my, my new season, but. I've said it before, like you, the way you leave the season that you're in, that's how you will 
catapult into the new season. Like that's how you you will come out, you know, depending on how you leave. Mm. So like I'm really just trying to like I'm trying to do things on my time, but I know that God's time mm-hmm. is always mm. perfect mm-hmm. and always best. Mm-hmm. But um no, it's just dealing with with the whole lot which is it always leads to realizing something yeah in that area of it, it it's still for everybody is still a process you know if if you're not a, a firm believer or if you're not somebody who's um fully all in to to what you know god has for you and your in your calling but mm. You will one day. Like, I feel like the closer that I'm getting to God, like, I feel like the devil's trying to like take me quicker. And that's 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 the, that's the that's game. part you of get it. What I'm that's saying? that's part of it. Mm-hmm. That's the that's the game. Think about mm-hmm. it though. If you're if you're out there nowhere near God, doing your own thing, pursuing what you want, mm-hmm. He has no reason to come after you. Mm-hmm. He can just keep you in because that loop. Because you're already working for him. That's it. Yeah. And so when you're with God, his goal you're is to take you out. Already. That's one yeah. of the things mm-hmm. that is not talked about in um, when, you know, when somebody gives their life to Christ, you know, or mm. now I, I choose God now. It's like you think it gets easier. Yeah. Right, know? right. You think the it's, temptation it's gets easier. Now. You think yeah. the sin gets easier. You think uh the decisions in your mind and your thoughts get easier and yeah life is now just handy dandy and beautiful right. flowers and rainbows Everything, no it's nope. not like it's that. that you get you now are on it's like the other test. side yeah and now you are in a uh, a target for attack yep. unfortunately well not mm. unfortunately but you are now it, this is a warfare yeah and so you are now on the side of righteousness. Mm-hmm. That's and, what I felt. Mm-hmm. And now because you're on the side of righteousness, you're an enemy to someone else. Which is? Which is the devil, right? Lucifer, you're an enemy to, yeah. to the world. Right. You're really an enemy to anything that doesn't stand with God. Right. Yeah. Um, and so that's tough to hear, but also God doesn't promise that we won't go through things. What he promises is that we won't go through it alone. Mm-hmm. And the idea behind Christianity is, okay, you might be going through moments of depression or moments of anxiety. But I felt protection. Or moments of scarcity, Mm -hmm. but the Lord is there. Right. And so even though I walked through the valley of shadow Shadow or death, um, I... What does it say? I will not perish or I will not die or whatever. I forgot the verse, but I usually I'm good with verses. What does it say, bro? Stop looking at me. Like I get what you're saying. Even though, though I go yeah. through the shadow of the valley of because death. Because that's exactly what no happened. Evil. I will fear no yeah. evil. Thank you, bro. I couldn't think of it, bro. I feel like perish would have been cool there too, but it's all right. I think you're ad libbing. You know? I'm just ad libbing. I think that's. Uh, he still has the kid. John the kid's Bible. <laughs> <laughs> you won't be bad. <laughs> <laughs> but that's yeah, good, I mean, like, uh, yeah, like, like, say, like, just this year, like, mm-hmm. I, I'm, I'm, I'm starting to see that. Yeah. You know, when you know God and you're actually like getting closer and he's calling on you. Like, I, it's kind of like, who's that, that, uh, it's in the story of the Bible where God tried to take him and go like teach like Jonah, swallow by the whale. Mm -hmm. That's what I think I was like feeling like Mm -hmm. he wanted, he he wanted to come get me. You get what I'm saying? You were like, nah, I'm gonna go power wash real quick. (laughs) Right. right. (laughs) No, none of that. (laughs) But, um, yeah, I think what's been on my heart, um, very recently was you have to take a step back to step to take a step forward sometimes mm. not always not always but sometimes and um and that's that's very humbling 
having to take a step back sometimes and be like, oh, hold up. I'm getting too far ahead of myself. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's going at the pace of grace, you know, at what God wants for you. But I'm perceiving a very big transition in your life, you know. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, like in my spirit, I'm feeling like it's almost like something's about to turn over. Um, and that's why there's so much spiritual attack because mm-hmm. you're about to enter into a season mm-hmm. that's very blessing-filled. Mm. Um, but it's going to require more from you to God, mm-hmm. if that makes sense. Yeah, that does. Um, that's what I feel in my spirit. But yeah. I, before we end, I just want to pray. I just feel this. I don't think we've done this, but I just feel okay. to pray over you and just yeah. protection. And that would be awesome. No man. more night sweats. Um, yeah. <laughs> so you can sleep <laughs> through the night. Sweaty armpits. He wakes. Yeah, yeah. That, that chanting stuff is crazy. Talking about Mexican. I got the Mexican huh? blanket, though, bro. No Do you one know said what that Mexican, is? bro. Why is he stuck <laughs> on these Mexicans? <laughs> <laughs> I think I'm He's more Mexican the, than y'all. Wait, though, and yes, that's because we're not Mexican. <laughs> <laughs> also, did you mean a poncho or the the it's tortilla? Crazy. No, 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 it's no, crazy. No, I'm talking the about the blanket one. No, the, the blanket. The no, the, big, the like the, the big big blanket. The, thick the one, one you get at the yeah. The oh, one you get at the one. You know what I'm talking about? The one, the one with the coyote. The one I wear like it's no, no, the wolf, the wolf on it. Yeah, yeah, the one your grandma sends you from from. Oh, it's crazy. I wear that Bro, that junk weighs a, like 50 pounds. It'll yeah, take, it'll take it the anxiety off you. I love that blanket, though. It's That's one my of those, favorite. <laughs> it's a weighted blanket. It's my favorite blanket, man. <laughs> but, me. yeah, let's just pray real quick, and then we'll end the, the pod. Uh, God, we just thank you for Anthony's life, my God, and we just declare, God, that any spiritual oppression that's coming over his life or anyone listening, God, that we just declare, Father, that as they enter this new season, Lord, that you remove that from their lives, that you remove that from their hearts, my God. And I just declare anyone else who's feeling a spirit of oppression, a spirit that's trying to come after their life prematurely or trying to distract them, I remove it in Jesus' mighty name, declaring freedom right now, Father. And we just bless him, Father. And I just declare angels around him, Father God, cutting off all ties from those spiritual beings trying to influence him or even scare him or even bring paranoia or even bring fear. And we just declare, my God, that he walks in your faith and that he walks in your abundance and that he walks in who he is meant to be, a son of God and a man after God's heart. In Jesus' name, amen. And we amen. also, bro, we bless Thank your you, business, bro. bro. Yeah. Thank you so much. We pray that. Yes, um, I know you guys. It, it overflows, bro. bro. Yeah. Thank you. It comes in abundance, bro. And you I see appreciate really that so much, Samir. Beautiful fruit. You too. If you, if you that, touch bro. Gabe, it'll increase your profits by 25%. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, yeah. I feel uh, it already. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I feel you, it already. You're, like, you're getting a call actually from a from a client. Bro, just <laughs> another one. Another one. Another one. Thirty messages. <laughs> just stick around me and Samir. Trust me, bro. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Yo, you stick around. Thank you everyone for watching. Um absolutely love everything we did today. If support, comment, subscribe, share, and um follow us on Instagram at nobpod. And um yeah, that's about it. See ya. I love you. <laughs>